It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Marcus Cousins back in the lineup. So there's that. 
And yeah, to agree with what you guys said, I mean, everybody's been stepping up. I mean, Trevor Reza, 20 points, Bradley Beal, 16, Otto Porter off the bench, 19, Sam Decker, 11. There's not really one particular person who is obviously, you know, stepping up for the whole team. It's everybody. So that's really what's getting us the wins these days. And they're now 7 of 10. One have, they've won 7 of 10 of their last games. So that, that's really important to note. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like I said before, I mean, the the balanced scoring attack, like, they're not just relying on, on Brad to, you know, kind of shoulder all of the low. And, I mean, you mentioned it, Otto coming off of the bench. I think that, I mean, this is a key point that we probably need to uh, discuss a little of bit course, further. Yeah. I mean, Otto coming off of the bench, he seems to be, he seems to have kind of found his uh, aggressiveness that, you know, I think that a lot of not only Wizards fans and but his teammates have been asking from him for, you know, the last two or three seasons that, you know, they want him to be aggressive. They want him to not pass up shots. And, you know, when you look at it, he, he only played 26 minutes, but he led the team with 15 field goal attempts. So I think that with the thing that Otto, the thing that allows him to excel when he comes off the bench is that he looks around at the other four guys and he says to himself, I can go get buckets right now. Like he, yeah. he's not he's not deferring to John or deferring to Brad. He knows that in certain lineups that Scott Brooks is playing on the floor right now, that he's the best player and that he has to get the shots up, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, I know, and kind of going off of that, I mean, Jeff Green was joking after the game in the locker room, you know, that Otto didn't have any assists, but kind of going off that, like, he's not passing up shots, so he doesn't, you know, he's not making any assists. <laughs> and Brooks was saying before the game, you know, like, Otto is getting more shots coming off the bench, and whether he not, he goes back to, like, traditionally starting the game, I mean, that's kind of at this point, like, a moot point. I mean, he's still getting starters minutes, typically, I mean, maybe not tonight, because we had the lead for most of the game. But he's still getting starters minutes, so what is, I mean, if he's going to be more aggressive coming off the bench, because like you said, he sees the other players around him and knows he's better and he can get more shots, then what does it really matter? Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, it's easy for us to say right. that it doesn't matter, right. but the only person who has to be on board with it is, is Otto. Otto Porter. Right. So, and I think that, I mean, at this point with, like we were talking earlier about with the team going on a winning streak, I mean, I don't see any feasible way that Scott Brooks changes the rotation. No. Like, that just doesn't make any sense to have the team playing the best ball of the season and to, to just mix up the starting lineup. So, I mean, for the foreseeable future, I mean, he's going to be coming off the bench. You know, so we, we got a $100 million player who is a reserve. But yeah, you know he's what? We're okay that with that because yeah. he's doing what we need him to do. And, right. you know, he doesn't need to start to do that clearly. We saw the same thing with Marquise Morris earlier in the season. The fact that, you know, he was doing – better than he was when he was starting so for me it's kind of crazy because I never thought that this was going to be like the starting lineup but if it works why not yeah. yeah I mean I think that one of the reasons why this lineup works so well is the addition of Trevor Ariza and I don't think it's not because he come he's coming like Brooks said that it's, he's not just a spot up shooter he didn't really know that you know, he had that, you know, all of that in his game. But Ariza, he comes in, he plays defense, he shares the basketball, he, uh, you know, he's even, you know, run some pick and rolls, even though I would rather see him run less pick and rolls. Because, right. you know, every time he puts the ball on the floor at the dribble, he's liable to turn it over. But, I mean, he has run some pick and roll sets where, 
you know, he's he and Thomas Bryant have a good connection, and mm-hmm. you know, I think that he has kind of just been the you know the quintessential like glue player, and he's come in, and everything else has just kind of you know fallen into place around him, and so you know, with with he and Jeff Green kind of you know uh, shouldering some of that load in the front court because they're playing small, you have two technical small forwards, but they're both very versatile defenders, and they can defend basically one through four. So that allows the team to, you know, with their defensive coverages, they have just a lot more options as far as what they can do defensively. Yeah, this is, I want to say, this is, like, definitely the best defense I've personally ever seen them play in, like, a long time. Definitely this year, but, like, could argue in, like, a couple years, this is, like, the best defensively they've played. Yeah, I I mean, I'd say this was the the best defensive team they've had since, uh, the first playoff run when Nene was here. So that, oh, they, that 20, was a, a 2014. 13, 14, yeah. yeah. So that was a good defensive team. That was like the last time that the team really had a good like defensive a good, team. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that the personnel has a lot to do with it. But also, I mean, uh, I think Brad said this in his postgame comments. It's about the effort. Right. So, you know, they, they have a group of guys who are out there really trying. Um, you know, even guys like, you know, Chase and Randall. He only yeah. played 15 minutes. And he didn't – he scored one point in the game. But I think Chase and Randall, he, he kind of embodies what the team is turning into. Like, he comes in, he just stays within his role. Right. You know, he picks up defenders uh, – he picks up uh, point guards 94 feet from the basket. Yeah. And he's just kind of just making things happen. I think that's – like, he kind of embodies what the team is kind of turning into. Right. And you know he's going to give maximum effort every night because – for him, like, he didn't have a guaranteed contract coming into this season. So, like, he could go right back to the G League. Like, he knows that this is his chance, and if he doesn't give that effort, like, he could easily be off the team. Exactly. I'm really happy with the way that um, everybody's been working together just because, you know, it's not one person's trying to play hero ball. It's not Bradley Beal every single time, although if he has a game that's 40 points and up, like, great, but he's not going to do that every single night. So all the other players have clearly stepped in. And I think we had how many players in double figures? Was it seven? Seven. Seven. All five starters, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's great. And if they keep this up, you know, I could see them winning a lot of games in the future. Will they? I don't know, but I sure hope so. Um, Gary Payton II, um, (laughs) (laughs) we're laughing because Troy was trying to explain to us what he had discovered about um, the family name. Yeah. So, so yeah, Gary Payton the second, not to be confused with Gary Payton Jr., who is his brother, who's two months younger than him. We'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, so there is three Garys in the family. I was joking on Twitter earlier. I don't know how they check the mail and they op- they don't open each other's mails every time because that's just very confusing. But he did play one minute. I don't know what I saw from him. I'm curious to see more and I guess I'll leave it at that but I just wanted to make it clear to you guys that he's not Gary Payton Jr. He's Gary Payton II. So, <laughs> a very important distinction. Yeah. Very important <laughs> distinction for us Wizards fans to know. So that being said we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to discuss the game we have coming. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 
but there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Up and an event we have coming up. Stick around. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm Becca, and I'm here with my squad, my media squad, Bryna and Troy. And... I just want to let you all know that I will be making an appearance at Troy's event this Friday, DC Anonymous. Troy, tell them where it is, what they need to do, and what what's the whole scenario here. Okay, all right. So the event is at uh, it's a restaurant. It's called Half Smoke. It's in uh, on the U Street corridor. So it's a uh, you know kind of a popping area in town. And the, basically the premise of the event is to get a bunch of Wizards fans, bloggers, and writers to come out and watch the Wizards uh, play the Orlando Magic at 7 p.m. And we're going to uh, basically set it up like a, like a big live podcast. We're going to have microphones, we're going to you know, pass it around, and we're going to just you know go over the state of the Wizards with the people who really care about the state of the Wizards. So uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's free. Uh, there are no it's no it's not a ticketed event, so you can just come down. Um, we're gonna have uh, lots of uh, we're gonna have some special drinks there. So some special drinks. Some special <laughs> drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we just come down, and I really I really feel like it's an opportunity for our internet community, our literal DC family, to come down. You know, we interact with these people on the internet all the time. But it's, you know, sometimes, you know, I like to live in, in the in the real world. So we come down there and we get a chance to interact with people in real life. Yeah, it's on the 25th, which is next Friday. And this Friday. This, yeah, Friday. this Friday. It's Monday. <laughs> I, all these three-day weekends have been throwing me off. I just don't know what so time it is, rest. where it's I am. <laughs> yeah, all the sleep I've been getting um, because, you know, I can't get any more than four hours of sleep a night or I can't function. So, yep, this Friday... Be there, be square. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people to come out. I've gotten a lot of people to already commit. So, I mean, I think that if, if you want to come down and interact with people that you talk to on the internet on a regular basis, like literally come out and we're gonna we're gonna drink, be merry. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're you know, a lot of fun. We might even shed a tear or two uh, if, if 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 people feel compelled to. <laughs> you know, I will <laughs> laugh, cry. Um, <laughs> rage a little bit. Right, there you uh, go. Just run rage. through the whole gamut of emotions. I really want you to be there. Troy wants you to be there. Bryna wants you to be there. Mm -hmm. This is the second time that yeah. we've had yep, an event yep. like so this? The, so the first event, uh, we did it on draft night. And it was a, it was a pretty it was a pretty good success. Uh, we got we got a nice turnout. We got a lot of people to come out and, and talk about the the wizards. Uh, Bryna was there. Bryna got to speak her piece. Uh, my, yeah, my guy, it was Mike great Sykes to is, go <laughs> like, through that. Emotions of the 15th pick with fellow fans and 
Because <laughs> that was a night. Yeah, it was definitely a night. I remember, I remember when they picked Troy Brown and nobody knew who he was. Was it like awkward silence? It, it, like, no, it, it, was, ex- it was exactly that. It because, was who is this guy? Yeah, because the consensus, I so I went around and asked everybody in the room beforehand like who they wanted to pick. And it was a consensus that they wanted Robert Williams, the center from Texas A&M. So when he was still on the board and the Wizards didn't take them, people were a little bit upset. Shout out to Adam McGinnis, who was just straight <laughs> pissed off. Like, forget being a little upset. But uh, Mike was the was the calming force in the room. He watched uh, five minutes of YouTube clips, and he came back and he said that the Wizards made a good pick. And I, so that made him the automatic president of the Troy Brown fan club that day. And that looks like a smart decision. I, I, I know I'm a member, card-carrying member, Yeah, you know, Troy gang. I'm the highest level of member. Oh, <laughs> I, have, I hate to brag, but um, I love Troy Brown. Every time someone screams "Free Troy Brown" in the um, audience during the games, I am fully behind them. Can I scream it? No, but I would love to. So, anyways, the bottom line is: please come. We'd love to see you. We'd love to spend time with you. I missed the first one because I wasn't invited, but now I am invited, so I will be there. Um, yeah. That's so false because I <laughs> definitely invited no, you. No, you did not. Oh my goodness! Did I we have to pull up the DMs? Oh my we might God. have pull, to pull up the we DMs. Got the, I got, I got receipts. Don't worry. <laughs> I promise you guys, I was not invited. I think I'm gonna start crying like after this podcast is done. Bottom line is, <laughs> for the fourth thousandth time, come to the event. Are, are you gonna cry after the podcast, or are you gonna cry after the Warriors game? Because oh, you know before, one, one of your biggest after. fans said that you're gonna be pouting afterwards. <laughs> oh man, dude, I. <laughs> As... Tell them we're big boys and girls over here. We don't cry. We don't pout. So if you're out there listening, shut that down. I'm right? a champion. What Troy is referring to is there's plenty of trolls on the internet who follow me. Well, actually, no. The funny part is they don't actually follow me, but they follow my tweets. And they they always... (laughs) To whom much is given, much is tested. You can't be the queen of the DC family. It comes with a price. Exactly, exactly. But if you show up to the game... Uh, if you show up to the game, if you show up to the Warriors game, you will see me there, and I will not be crying. Yeah. I am not a crier. I'm a fighter, and we will get that win. And Thomas Bryant will drop 50 on DeMarcus Cousins, knock on wood, book it. So, yeah. what's up? I wish, I wish you all could see Becca's face right now. She is so serious. Like, she's got, like... Like if she has like a if there was a filter it would be like war paint filter because she's like in here. I'm a warrior. John Wall's a warrior. This team is full of warriors. We don't cry. Oh we're, my goodness. We're gonna catch a W and it will happen again. Oh, oh my man. god. All right. So going going into that. Pre- previewing. I'm so scared. I'm gonna get so slapped on Twitter for that comment. Oh my goodness. Pre previewing the Warriors game. What what do you think is gonna happen in that when you when you're trying to look and predict? I think it's going to be a huge test, obviously, because that is a championship team. We are, we've kind of figured our rhythm out without John Wall and Dwight Howard, so I do think it will be a test for sure. I don't think it's going to go our way now that I've, you know, threatened everybody, <laughs> uh, now that I've gotten my wow. anger out. I, I don't, I can't say we're going to win because. I mean, with this team, can you ever say if it's going to be a win or not, no well, matter who it's against? I don't Lately, know. To, yes. I mean, tonight when I looked at that starting lineup versus the Pistons, I was like, oh, this team going to win. <laughs> yeah. This team, a <laughs> bunch of winners. 
But I don't think it's going to be an unpleasant game to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Wizards are going to be the the biggest thing. I want them to be competitive in the yeah. game against the Warriors. So I want them to continue to be able to show the growth that they are showing without John Wall. And if they can just come out and just compete, keep it close, you know, I think that that is. Uh, that's key. Yeah, you know, that, I don't want to say a moral victory because you know there's no such thing as moral victories in professional sports, but I do think that for this team, like they, for a team that their confidence seems to, I don't know, kind of the ebb and flow throughout the season. Yeah. I think that they're in a very confident state right now. In order to kind of keep that confidence going, they would need a good showing. Yeah. Time. No, I agree. I mean. They're going to come out fighting, whether it ends in a win or a loss. They're going to come out fighting. They're never going to give up, especially, like you said, this team, this iteration of the team. Um, and I, they're going to come out fighting, whether it ends in a win or a loss. I mean, it's hard to say. It depends on how the game goes, how it starts off. I think, yeah. the, I think the biggest thing, if they start off bad, it's not going to end well. Yeah. This right. is not they a need, team that can't get off. They have to get off to a good they start. They need to set the tone. Yeah. They can't let Steph or Clay come out and you know make all these threes in the first quarter. It, it's not going to go well. Yeah. That's just history for this team. I think Steph didn't he drop like fifty or fifty on us this season. This 51. season already fifty one. This 51. season already in three quarters or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's not the first that's time he shot fifty on us. Actually, it's actually pretty disrespectful when you think um, about it. <laughs> he's honestly, he's somebody that I hope. Bradley Beal sort of adapts to in the sense that, you know, if you give Steph the slightest bit of room, like, it's a wrap. Like, he's going to make that shot. He's going to get that look. And I hope that Bradley Beal, you know, we've seen glimpses of that, but I hope that, you know, that's something that he really um, gets, you know, gets in his routine. I agree because I think that we saw that last Sunday when they played the uh, Raptors. Absolutely. So in that game... Brad, you know, he he kind of didn't have the best first half, but, you know, in the second half and the fourth quarter especially, you know, he was uber aggressive when it comes to taking that three-point shot. And like you said, like what Steph does, I mean, there was, a, you know, I think at least two possessions where he dribbled up and, you know, like three, four feet behind the three-point line and then just kind of just shot it up and it went in. And, you know, that gave him confidence. He even turned around, did the wall, this is my city. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a bold I, thing to do. Brad's getting yeah. that shot. I saw him. I usually he doesn't take those kind of shots even in warmups. But today, I think was one of the first time I actually saw him like warming up, take, warming up, taking those shots from you know three, four, five feet from behind the three yeah. point line. And he's starting to add that to his game because he knows that that's gonna that's where his game's going. Exactly. I mean, I think that that's where the NBA yeah. is going in general. Where you know, if you're if you're a good three point shooter, you know teams are teams are going to be trying to drive you off of that three point line. Right. So, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to shoot it from three feet from behind the line, you pretty much are making that shot unguardable. Right. So, I think that that's something that he can definitely look at uh, Steph and Clay both. You know, who when when they you just like you said, you just give them even a slither of space. You know, they're coming out and they're firing away. So, and he has, he just has to have confidence in his shot. You know, every shot isn't going to go in, but you know, if you shoot. Uh, you know, above thirty six percent, thirty five percent from three point range. That's better than shooting fifty percent on two pointers. Yeah. So you know, that's I think that he's starting to realize that, and you know, the team is already taking more three pointers as a, as a group. Scott Brooks is imploring the players to take more three pointers. So I think that this is a new style of play that we can kind of get used to, 
And literally the only way that they can get better at it is through practice. So, you know, Bill, like you said, he's coming out taking those warm-up shots, and I'm I'm all for it. I think he'll get it eventually for sure. So this game is this Thursday, the Warriors. I hear my co-host Quentin Mayo at TOQM underscore. Shout out to my boy. I hear him echoing in my head saying, this is going to be a loss. So we'll take a poll here. How do you, do you guys think this is a win or a loss? I mean, I'm going like to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say it's a win. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to say it's a loss, but not due to Not poor that effort. loss. Not that type of loss. No. Um, not a blowout. Not I'll a blowout. say that. Not a blowout. I'm always optimistic. Call me positive Peter or whatever. I think it's going to be a win. So two against two, so it's tied. Let us know what your prediction is. All that jazz. Thank you for listening to Locked on Wizards. Please come out to Troy's event this Friday. I'm looking forward to meeting you. We're all looking forward to meeting you. And we will see you soon. Baby, could you? I got too much on my mind right now. I ain't got the time to get you sent I got too much on my mind right now. Tell that hero tale, get my baby right Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.